Hey Slay, hey everyone, it's me Jay, and I'm with my girl Nina, and welcome back to the No Silas Left Behind podcast. Nina, why are you so beautiful? Oh, mm. are you looking at me right now? Yes. <laughs> so sweet and kind, thanks, but I, ju- I just kind of got out of bed. But I, I always think, I thank you so much for always being so complimentary, even though I have all these, see these little baby hairs right here? Like yeah, my- but listen- like, I always see the true beauty in people. <laughs> You're so kind. I'm authentic about it. I think we should, like, literally compliment people more. Yeah, I'm with it. Absolutely. Right? Just, like, on the street, at Starbucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> at Creation. Hashtag not sponsored yet. Yes. That's my favorite place. And so, you know what is exciting? What? <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> news. So I was talking to you maybe a month or month and a half ago about the event that I ended up becoming um, connected with and it's called Headliners and is this one in particular is in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So, you know, I'm all, I'm an East coast girl. So I was super excited about joining it and the educators that they have on this gig are amazing. And so, um, I was like, Hey, do you want to come? Do you want to do it? Like, can you, and I know that you're so busy and you have this busy schedule. So we kind of worked it out. And I, so I joined on maybe like a month and a half ago. And so my, I'm excited because my portion is on Tuesday, October 29th and it's in Atlantic city, New Jersey. And it is from eight 45 in the morning until noon. And um, then Larissa goes on after me and so she is going to, she has the whole afternoon, which I'm super excited about. So she's doing one, I think one o'clock or one fifteen to like five fifteen in the afternoon. And guess who else joined us? Why don't who? You, why don't you tell them? I joined. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, first of all, thank you, Nina, for getting me connected. Of course. And that's what like this industry is all about, right? It's like bringing your tribe along right? And introducing each other to like your connections because no stylist should be left behind. Don't get it twisted, get it braided. (laughs) But I'm super excited. I really love the two amazing people who are putting this on. I I was telling them about my schedule. I'm teaching a class with Oligo um, for the gloss, um, which I'm super pumped. It's like the first class that's like really at a hair show in Rhode Island. So when I was talking, um, to John, Mm -hmm. yes, John, I was like, Hey, listen, on the 28th, I'm in Rhode Island. He was like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Right. The 26th, I'm going to fly you in. You'll be there the 27th. We'll get you a car. We'll drive you to Rhode Island. The car will stay there after your gig. You'll get back in the car. We're going to drive you back to Atlantic city. I was like, am I Lady Gaga? (laughs) Like, what is happening? And I'm so honored I get to spend um, that Saturday with the students. And, like, you already know my mission. My mission is the next generation of stylists. Like, that's why I show up every day on Instagram to my classes because I might work for them, and I want them truly successful. Absolutely. Right? I want to roadmap with them, make sure that the boss that they're going to be for me are epic. Yeah. Right? So I get to spend time with them and then I get to see you 
and we might be able to do something really special. I know. We can't give all the goods away, but I know I'm so excited that you are able to do this. I love when we can do things together. And so guys, you have to check it out. So you can go on headliners, um, dot edu and all the tickets like i said the educators it's the 27th 28th and 29th and the tickets are still on sale and you can get one day tickets now as well but the educators are so i mean color classes balayage cutting alexi's gonna be a dry cutting class i'm so yes and i'm gonna be there for that am i gonna be off I hope I'm not booked while that's happening. I'm going to make sure. I'm like, John, I have to be there. I think you're in, I think you're teaching your class in Rhode Island when he's teaching. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be there in spirit and I'll send you some video. Awesome. Um, it'll be so good because I'm excited to meet a lot of the other educators that I haven't met yet. So it'll be a really, really good experience. So I'm glad that you joined in on that. It'll be really fun. Yes. Now, moving on to something even more exciting. Oh, I'm pumped. Ooh, our special guest today. Are you ready? Yes. I'm so excited. So I had our guest. He was part (laughs) of my membership program last week, um, not last week, last month. And we went all in about branding on social media. And I was tuned in when I was listening to him and you'll hear a lot about, you know, you'll hear about his story and his salon and all of that. And you can check him out on Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about with branding. So without further ado, let me welcome our special guest for today, Mr. Sean Michael. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. We're so excited to have you. This has been like, I feel like we've been working on this for some time now to get you in on the pod. Yep. Yep. So this is so good. So why don't you just tell them first off where, so your salon Instagram and your personal Instagram, because I want them to be able to check out your stuff. Okay. So my personal Instagram is Sean Michael hair and my uh, salon's Instagram is the salon bow. And so I found you on Instagram. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. And I was like, Hey, do you run all your pages? Do you remember asking me? Oh yeah. Yeah. Me? I was like, cause I am like in love with what you're doing on your gram. So, um, so it was really great to have your insight for my members in the program with all of the knowledge that you have on building your brand. And we even went through and showed them how you've evolved and changed over the years with yeah. your Instagram and how your branding has changed. So it was really cool. So thank you again for joining us. And you know, we just like to kind of dive right in. So why don't you tell us, just give us a little, you know, your story, how you started in the industry, how long you've been in the game, you know, what you were doing as a stylist, and then you got your own gig and all that good stuff. So take it away. All right, perfect. So um, I grew up with three sisters. So I always was doing hair when I was younger. Um, When I was in high school, uh, you know, my friends would all let me give them haircuts and colors and all of that because, you know, their moms wouldn't let them go to the hair salon and get their hair done. So I was the next, next best thing. So, yeah. So, you know, I went to uh, college for uh, two years and during it, I went for business. Um, but I realized that throughout that time, you know, you know, going to college really wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't see myself at the time in a, in a business. But um, so I ended up stopped going to college and ended up going to uh, cosmetology school. So 
I entered cosmetology school when I was 20 and finished right as like around 21. Um, and so I immediately jumped right in. I started assisting at a salon um, at a really nice, in a really nice town um, called Andover, Massachusetts. Um, it's about 30 minutes north of uh, Boston. But um, I started working there and getting my you know, hands wet and, and learning everything. And I kind of grew really quickly from assistant to a stylist behind the chair. So it happened within like six to eight months. Um, I started taking all my own clients. And then just about two years in, I was fully booked. Wow. So, yeah. So at two and a half years of working at that salon, I ended up leaving and opening up my own salon. At that point, um, I opened up Salon Bo. Um, at that point, it was a, I was 24 years old, right? So I was, I was a baby, right? And, yes. <laughs> and so, you know, I, you think you, when you're 24 years old, you think, you know, like, you know everything, obviously, which I was 100% wrong. But, uh, you know, so I opened up my first salon. It was a two-chair salon. It was, you know, it was a perfect size for me. And within two years, we were like busting at the seams. We were ready to, we were ready to move out. So uh, we moved into our new space that we are currently still at. It has nine chairs. Um, and I, you know, I'm really, really happy and humble to be where I am, you know, five years in business, you know? Wow. Yeah. That is, that's a quick growth, right? I mean, that's yes. close to you for that. I mean, that's a serious that's a serious thing because a lot of times it takes stylists two to three years to get booked behind the chair, even longer, you know, depending on where you are and how quickly who you're working with and all of that. But, you know, just to, to hear, I think this will give others so much hope and inspiration to, to know that they can do that too. You yeah. know, and there's a lot of factors that have gone into that. So I'm curious to know. So first of all, what town is your salon in now? Andover, Massachusetts. Andover. Okay, cool. Yes. And so, you know, I'm a Massachusetts girl. Like I, must, I know I have must have been there in a past life or something like, seriously, <laughs> I love you guys are like my people. I say it all the time. Um, and so what I want to know is what is it that you felt kind of set you apart because you went through the assistant program quickly, you accelerated your growth in terms of, you know, being booked, you know, within two years, what is it that you did? with the, you know, there was a lot of hustle there, I'm sure, to get busy. Can you just kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I'm a all or nothing kind of guy. I go all in when I'm, when I, you know, for anything, you know? So, uh, you know, I was going to tons of education, anything online I could get for education I was doing. You know, I was watching videos on, you know, Facebook and YouTube and, you know, Instagram-ish back then, because I think the Instagram clips back then were like, what was it? 15 seconds 15 long? 15 seconds. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, so I just did as much education as I possibly can. And, you know, I, what I give my, you know, a lot of credit to my success is one, I'm a really hard worker. One that is, you know, something that obviously takes to succeed is really working hard. But the other part of it is social media. I mean, if I did not have my social media, the burst of, you know, clients that I got in such a short period of time would not exist. You know, um, I think as, you know, back in the day where it was like, send me a referral, send me a referral with the person sitting in your chair, what are they going to bring you? Maybe one, two, three, maybe four or five people. But when you post, you know, you send a client off with, you know, 
10 to 15 pictures of their own hair, they post on Instagram, that's a thousand people seeing your work right then and there. They don't even need to send anyone your way. They just need to post that photo. And so the amount of people that just kept coming in after that, it was just, it was amazing. Wow. I absolutely love that. And I really feel like we're brothers. Um, I have three sisters. I was 24 when I opened my salon. Two years into it, I expanded. We're twins. (laughs) We have to figure out which parent gave who away. (laughs) Anyways, we'll get into that more. But I really love like that you're sharing like your journey and like road mapping and like what that looks like because I feel like a lot of stylists behind the chair, you know, I'm I'm at this class right now in California and a lot of people are saying like, what's next for me? Right. And it's just like hearing this story is like gonna awaken that up. But with every story, Sean right? Of success and bright and shiny and gorgeous and fun. There always comes, you know, like a little bit of the struggle side, right? So my question is you, to you is what is the biggest struggle you had in your life? How did that impact you? And did, how did you get through it? All right. Yeah. So like I had said, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. So what that means for me anyways, is, you know, I put a lot of, you know, all my eggs in one basket. So, you know, for example, for the salon, uh, for the first year of the salon, it was just seven days a week working two jobs, basically. Right. I was a business owner and I was a stylist and, you know, I was doing things for my future. It wasn't just for right then and there. It was, you know, I was doing templates for, um, you know, emails, or I was writing a assistant, you know, you know, uh, template for the assistants and how to do a shampoo and all of this stuff when I, it was literally, and when I first started, it was just me. So I was the assistant. I was the stylist. I was the receptionist, you know, I did it all. So I just started getting all these templates made and, and all of these, you know, all this criteria made for my future. And to be honest with you, everything I worked on that first year, I still use, we edit it obviously in the last five years, but we use that still to this day, right? So all that hard work, you know, what for me, the biggest struggle was, is like balance, right? The work-life balance was, is the hardest for me. Um, you know, I work, you know, now we'll just talk about now, you know, I work 40 hours behind the chair. Uh, luckily now I only work about 10 to 15 hours on the business. Um, I hired a manager probably about a year and a half ago and it changed my life. Uh, and you know, I'm doing Instagram. I also do a side job. I coach high school cheerleading on the side. So I do about six to eight hours. Which I'm obsessed with. (laughs) And um, you get a little sneak of that on my stories every once in a while. But, uh, you know, I have, I have my friends, I have my boyfriend, I have, you know, uh, I have education and I have events and I'm lucky enough to do podcasts like this or, you know, Nina, we did the um, recording for your membership. And then I'm working with um, Gina Bianca for um, their masterminds. I think, Jay, are you in that as well? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, doing all of this stuff, you know, building content and all that, There, you know, there comes a, you know. That, that's the struggle right there. So as my career is a little bit more demanding, my social life struggles, right? Yes. So, yep. you know, I feel like I see it on a scale and, you know, once one side is getting a little heavier, a little bit more then the other side suffers. So 
I think- Is there every, like in that moment, cause I, I know there's a lot of us that live in that space. I know for me, yeah. um, I've lived in this space of like the balance side. I know there's like rhythm, right? But in any song, right? I'm gonna take it, cause you're musically. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That every song, like you have the beat, but you have to have something that like mellows out. And then that mellow time, like what really like happens? Like authentically, like in the quiet times, right? Of like that, trying to be everything for everyone. Cause I feel like you live in that space. I've lived in yeah. that space. Yeah. Nina, we've all lived there. When you're a leader and all of that, like what does it look like? How do you get through it? Like, are there times where like you just want to give up and like throw the handbook out the door and be like, why am I not making time for myself? Right? Like, are there any moments that happen like that? Yeah. So, you know, I think I really realized, you know, this whole balance thing, probably within that first year that I, um, I started my salon. Um, I had just, this was summer of 2015 and I had just met my boyfriend and, you know, we're in that honeymoon stage where we always want to be around each other and we need to go and do this and see all your friends. And, you know, a little background on my boyfriend, the kid has, thousands of friends. He's super social, little social <laughs> butterfly, which I love, right? And so I remember that summer, uh, you know, he, you know, friends had events on the weekend and we wanted to do, um, you know, go out to dinner with some of his friends at, uh, in the evenings on, throughout the week. And, you know, what I realized at the end of that summer, I looked back on my numbers and to this day, my numbers have never been so low. So I realized in that, you know, in that moment that, again, when one side is more demanding, the other side suffers, right? So for me, my career can never, like that is a rule in my world, is my career can never suffer, period. Um, I love what I do, so I'm really lucky that I get to do that. But uh, so, you know, to say, how do I make this balance a little bit better um, is something I've been really working on in the last two years. Um, and, and what that really looks like now is I now work behind the chair still 40 hours a week, but I do it in four days. So now I have three days off. Mm. And that just gives me a little bit more off time. Granted, I still spend some of those times, here I am on my day off right now, uh, building content and doing stuff like that that I love to do. But I think half of it is having the option of having that day off, you know? Right, if, uh, right. So I think that's the biggest thing. And so it's not only me, you know, I want, I, you know, I work with, I have a team of six stylists and I, if I feel like I need a balance, then I'm almost positive they're going to, they feel the same way. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've started to really imp implement, you know, everyone works a four day week period across the board. So that's something we did. You get an extra day off during the week. Um, and it, and then the other thing we decided, you know, in our industry, Everyone, or for the most part, most stylists work every Saturday, right? And to take a Saturday off is a big deal. That's you're losing a good amount of money. Yeah. And, um, you know, we absolutely respect and love our clients, but we realize that, you know what? If we take one Saturday off every other month, it's not going to, it's not going to kill our, our paycheck, you know? Mm -hmm. So what I started to do with the team and myself is every eight weeks, we get a Saturday off. So whatever day that you usually don't work during the week, you will, you will work that day. And then, so you still get the same amount of hours in, 
for your clients, but you still get the time off. And I think just giving a little bit more to the personal life, even if you don't use all of it for personal life and, you know, relaxing, Mm -hmm. I think just the having it on the schedule makes it that much better. Right. I agree. And you know what I love? So I love that you talked about your relationship a little bit. And I want to kind of talk about that a little bit because I know that with being a former salon owner and also Jay, you know, having his salon and you as well, that it really truly impacts the person that you're with. And I can speak for my husband that you know, when I had my salon and I've, I've talked about this before. I mean, I literally worked 365 days a year all the time. And I went home and I was texting my girls and we were texting each other and I was working on marketing and advertising and I really didn't take time off. And that was my choice. I'm not suggesting that anybody do that because it's not sustainable, which is why I became so exhausted at year 10. Right. Um, but I want to talk about you and your boyfriend, because you mentioned that, you know, you, so you started to do some more personal things and then obviously the, the business kind of took a dive or suffered a little bit. How did you owning a salon and kind of navigating through that impact your relationship with your boyfriend? And how did you kind of get on level ground? Because I think a lot of salon owners truly experience this and it's trying to like, okay, how do I have a personal life? I have a husband or a wife and kids and people that I need to tend to. Can we talk about that kind of balance? And I kind of want to dive in a little bit deeper and kind of see what that looked like for you and your boyfriend. Yeah. So again, that, that, that first summer that we were together in 2015, it was, you know, it was all or nothing again, like I always am. So it was like, let's hang out with everyone. Let's meet everyone. You know, I, I, I just met again, like more than a hundred people of friends and, and acquaintances and on and on. But um, what I realized after looking at those numbers that I, I again, that was my rule. The, the business cannot suffer. So from there on, we kind of found a happy medium or balance per se. Uh, so right now, and we still do that to it. Uh, still do this to this day is, you know, he is all for me working hard and, Um, you know, being a business owner and, you know, he is super supportive in that way. Right. But, you know, at the same time, he's only human and he, you know, wants to spend time with me. Right. That's, you know, only normal. So we decided that Sunday I am not allowed to work. Sunday is our day. We get to go and do whatever we want. Um, And we both kind of choose what that that looks like every single Sunday, but it is kind of off limits. You know, I try to reframe, I am still terrible and I'm still working on it about getting off of Instagram and doing this and doing that. But, you know, Sunday across the board is our day. So that's kind of how we found our, ba- our balance. Um, and, you know, another thing that we really do continue to work on is try not to have like phones in like a bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. You know, once you're- Oh, wow, I love that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am not a hundred percent there and I still am on my phone (laughs) all the time, but you know, I think that is super important, right? Just, you know, when we're hanging out and relaxing and either watching TV or or whatever, if I'm on my phone, I'm only half there really, or both of us. So I think that's super important. It's something that we are continuously working on, but I think that that balance of, listen, we have one day to ourselves every single week and it's promised every single week, right? And I think that is how we have found our balance. I absolutely love that. And I feel like the people that we um, 
like our life partners that we find, it takes a special human to oh, yeah. deal with what our lifestyle is. And I love that you really focused after like that first year and you were like, okay, I understand like I need to give love. Like I, if I'm going to keep this relationship, there has to be that like understanding and like rules of engagement, the same rules that we apply to our businesses go to the relationships that we have in our life. And I understand fully, like right now I'm living in LA. My husband is in Dayton, right? So it's like understanding and having a conversation and communicating like what's next, right? Or like, we have to go through this little rocky moment of like not being around each other 24 seven or, hey, this day, you know, this Sunday I might have to work. Like there's a right. class or like, I apologize. And like, but throughout that conversation, do you feel like you had to have an uncomfortable conversation oh, yeah. to get to where For you sure. were? Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember in the beginning, Vince is like, hi, um, <laughs> do you have time for me? And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> and then it like allowed me to, you know, but if he never spoke up, right. I wouldn't be married. You, you know what I mean? So it's like taking that time to have that conversation. But I feel like if we're really woke on the person that we want to have, well, that person shows up and right. shout out to all the spouses yes, who have our back and understand our career because it's very time consuming. It's very like, especially now with social media and like, it's, it's right now, that's our life. It's like right now, right? And we always have the fear of like, I don't know if y'all are in this space, but I have FOMO. Like if I'm like not on Instagram, I'm like, what's happening? I know. <laughs> right? And then Vince is always like, okay, Jay, we get it. Like you already have 482,000 videos. Like they can chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, you're right. Put the phone down. Yeah. It's hard though. It is. It really is hard. And I want to talk about, I am the same way. I'm, you know, and my husband is yes. super chill. Like he really doesn't nothing Same. really bothers him at all. But there have been a couple times where he's like, okay, enough with the phone. Like enough. Like you have been on your phone for three hours and I've been home for three hours. Like this is like staring at you. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, hello, Nina. Hi, I'm here. And Hi. I'm like, like typing away. Right. I get so, okay. yeah, I get so invested in what I'm doing and I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm always working on balance. And I always say, I don't have work-life balance. So that's why I don't talk about it often because I'm not, I have to practice what I preach. Right. But, um, I wanted to talk. It doesn't about, exist. I know. I agree. It, it really doesn't. I it mean, doesn't. So we need to stop focusing on it. It's what like I'm like works for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's what works for you and what you feel good about. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about work-life balance in work, in the salon, because right. I want to be able to give salon owners, even, you know, suite owners, renters, some tips and things that they can do to kind of maybe manage their time a little bit better with balancing, you know, social media and, and social media marketing and then marketing and advertising and then training and coaching and all of the things all the many hats that you're wearing, you know, fixing the washer and dryer because that shit broke last <sighs> Now you're fixing the sink because you know what I mean? It's like yeah. things happen. And so what are some things maybe that you do or some tips that you can give people that are listening to kind of help manage their time a little bit better? Um, so I think 
what works really, really well for me is, you know, and, and not everyone can do this, right? I hired on a manager and having a manager, you know, be able to run the show when I'm working behind the chair is, is key to me. Um, you know, if you can't do something like that, then I think that, you know, you need to devote a specific amount of time a week or, you know, put it in your schedule every week. This yeah. is what I'm working on the business because, you know, for so long, especially that first year that I was in business, I didn't have limits. Right. And I just kept going and going and going. And, you know, I did maybe, maybe three years of work in one year because I was just going at it. Right. But I think, you know, you don't need to do something. You don't need to be that extreme. Um, and I think if you schedule in time to work on the business, I think it, it will really make you sit down, focus, and really do what you're supposed to do other than, you know, sitting on your couch, watching Netflix, but being on your phone and trying to get something done. You know, I, I think you need to really drill in and do everything 100% versus 50-50, watching Netflix and watching you know, your phone and trying to do something. Yeah, I agree with that. And I love that. And I think it's so important to have scheduled time to do your posts, scheduled yes. time to batch work. You know, that's a great way to plan out your posts for the week, you know, schedule time to do your books, your numbers, your profit and loss statements, you know, making sure now I think having a bookkeeper is the best thing that I ever did yes. in my business, right? right? Yep. Getting a bookkeeper, having an accountant in your back pocket is so incredibly important. There are a lot of stylists out there, you know, renters, suite owners, owners that are still doing their books and it's so time consuming. And I did a post about this a few weeks ago about you focus on the things that you do best and you pay other people to do the things that they do best because and even if you have to kind of budget it out where you're like, okay, if I can cut back here, I can have a bookkeeper, right? It's so important to do those things because you want to utilize the time that you have and your strengths behind the chair or and running the business and growing the team as opposed to doing your numbers and crunching the books and crunching numbers and like stressing out over profit and loss statements. So I think it's so important to be able to do that because it gives you some sort of schedule and routine. And I think we're routine people. Like we need, yes. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yep. Like we're creatures of habit. So if you know, on a Tuesday from nine to noon, this is the day that you're going to have to either do coaching sessions or, you know, have interviews or, you know, run your numbers or whatever you're doing. If you don't have a bookkeeper, then stick to that and be consistent with it. Um, and in terms of the manager, so I know a lot of salon owners may not have the financial means to have a manager because that's Absolutely. kind of next level, right? And, but I found this was, this is a good tip. If you can have a coordinator, so somebody in your salon that could be your right hand person that you can have them, you know, you pay them obviously to help you do the ordering and do the inventory and do all the ancillary things that kind of can become a pain in the ass. That truly helps too. It's not obviously paying them a salary like you would pay a manager because the manager has so much more responsibility, but it is allowing them to take some of the things off of your plate too. So you're not overwhelmed right. with order. Like inventory to me was like, because then we got makeup, we had the Aveda makeup station, which had like 10,000 pieces. And I feel so bad for my receptionist now looking at <laughs> right. assistant receptionist. And she was so amazing, but counting all the pieces of, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And, you know, of course I would, I would try to help her when I could, but there was just, there's so much to do. 
So don't put your time and energy into things that you can have other people help you with, I think is so important. Um, So let's switch some gears here. (laughs) I'm ready. Yes. Let's switch it up a little bit and let's, okay. So I love to ask this question, Jay. I know that you love to ask. I'm so giddy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Sean, Michael, what piece of advice would you give to your 10 year old self? So looking back and now who you are, and then looking back at little boy, Sean Michael, (laughs) what piece of advice, or maybe you have a couple pieces of advice. What would you say to your 10 year old self? Um, all right. So it's funny, uh, 10 year old self. Um, well, I actually, had my first job at 11 years old. So my dad gave me an option. I could either go to camp, which I hated, or I could get a job. He wouldn't allow me to stay home. That wasn't part of, you know, he didn't want me um, to waste my, my brain by sitting at home, just watching TV and making it go to mush. So he had said that I had to either pick one of the two. So I picked, you know what? I, I'm going to go to camp and not like it. I'm going to go to work and probably not like it, but I'm still going to get paid. So I ended up uh, picking going to work and, you know, it was at a local, my my dad uh, knew a local farm owner and I like picked the fruit and vegetables and I like (laughs) uh, just random stuff. But I mean, I think that part of my life um, really gave me like a lot of lessons learned that I would want to tell my 10 year old self. Um, and that, that would be like, you know, for example, every day I worked four hours at the, at the farm and I, he would hand me a $20 bill every single, every single day, right? $5 an hour for, you know, four hours a day. And, um, you know, my dad had said to me when I got into the car, I'm like, all right, I'll take the $20. And at the time I'm like, I just worked four hours and my dad's <laughs> taking my money, you know, and so as you know, 11 year old kid, you're like, what the heck? But, um, you know, he had said at the end of summer, whatever, you know, whatever you want to buy, you can buy and I will put in half. So you don't have to use all your money, but you know, you're going to work hard and you're going to get rewarded at the end. And, uh, you know, I, at the time I was really in for, into, uh, photography. And so, you know, I wanted this really expensive camera, I don't know, six or $700. And, you know, my dad put in half, I put in half, you know, and I went back to school, super excited that I just worked all summer, right? Now I'm all excited. Like, wow, I just got this really expensive camera. No one at 11 year old, 11 years old has this beautiful camera, right? And so I think that like really switched and that kind of really made me the hard worker who I am today. Um, but, you know, other than that, I, telling my 10 year old self, you know, it really goes back down because again, I've struggled with, you know, the whole life, uh, you know, work-life balance in any way of, you know, whether back in the day it was, you know, when I did cheerleading and then my schoolwork suffered, you know, I was doing too much cheerleading. You have to alter things and, you know, there really is no perfect balance. And, you know, that perfect balance, like you had said, Jay, with music, it's, it's an up and down and you have waves of, one side gets a little bit more of you and then another part of your life or two months down the line, two weeks down the line, whatever it is, you know, the other part of your life pulls you in a little bit more. So, you know, I would say not to really solely focus so much on a balance and just ride it out and enjoy every moment. I love that because I feel like a lot of times, like 
we're so focused on what's next. And Nina and I talk about this a lot and it's so important to enjoy the ride. And I feel like with so much pressure that we have as owners, as leaders, as stylists behind the chair, we feel like what's next, what's next. And like, you don't take a moment. Like I know that I am now starting to say like, whoa, take a CJ, like look where you're fucking at. Like you're not supposed to be here if you think about it, but you are. So take that in, take a moment because then it will project you forward. So I love that you would tell your 10 year old self just to like, enjoy it and like say congrats to yourself. Right. 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 I feel like a lot of us are looking for validation from everyone else Mm. and we're the people living the life. So if you're not telling yourself like, Hey, you're doing a good job. You're doing great. Right. Or, Hey, you're doing shit and you pull your shit together. (laughs) Right. It's like being woke within yourself. So I love that. Being accountable, you know, I think is part of it, but just saying, seeing that, you know, and saying that to your 10 year old self, like, Hey, just enjoy the ride. I think because the, the three of us collectively are very, I would say we're, we overwork you know, we're savages. I, I, <laughs> or I say beast mode, right? Like yeah. beast mode. Like I think collectively we are that. And I'm, that's something that I have been personally working on for years is to try to be present and be in the moment. It's just something that I, and I just, I struggle with that and I'm, I'm getting better, but it is always like, okay, what's next? What can I do now? What, you know, where are we going to go? Where are we going to live? And, and my husband's like, calm down, like just enjoy. <laughs> right. And so I think we all have that yeah. same kind of mind. Yeah. Um, and so now that we're talking about like calming down and not like talking about the future, I know Jay, <laughs> your question that you have for him. <laughs> it's perfect. Way to set me up. Bing out of the park. Home <laughs> um, I love whenever I make like butch like sayings. Cause we all know I'm so butch. Anyways, um, Sean Michael, we want to know, share to everyone, right? Because I'm dying to know what's next on the horizon for you in the future. Where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to go? Are you already there? What's happening? Let right. us know. So, you know, I think within the last six months, I have really taken a turn on Instagram where before it was just showing my clients beautiful hair, right? That's what I was doing for the longest time. And I, try, I started to switch gears and start doing a little bit more, um, you know, I'm still posting pictures of beautiful hair, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm posting more um, educational posts or videos. And I'm really, you know, I've gotten all the things from Amazon that Amazon can like provide me with for like camera <laughs> supplies. But, um, you know, I'm going to do a lot more um, video work. And, you know, I really was inspired by your videos. I love, I could sit and watch you foil. foil. <laughs> I'm not Thank kidding. You. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, wow, I really need to get someone to uh, record me all the time. And um, well, that, ex- that is ex- expensive. So instead I got this little arm thing that goes up over my shoulder. Perfect. Yep. So um, I'm going to do a lot more stuff like that. Um, You know, I've been working with Product Club and Olivia Garden for probably about a year or Product Club was probably two years. But um, so I I have them and they're supporting me. And, you know, I get to do great things like work with you guys here. You know, Um, I truly think that, you know, 
I am like the pit of my stomach. I am in the exact spot I'm supposed to be. And I'm on the road that I'm supposed to go on. Um, and so what I really truly believe what is next um, is something in education. I am going to really work um, to be, you know, a little bit more educational and my personal Instagram be a little bit more geared towards stylists. And I think we talked about that, Nina, at your, um, in your membership program, but you know, the salon is for the salon's Instagram is for clients and my, um, Instagram is for more stylists. And I just want to, you know, grow everyone and teach everyone and, and, and vice versa, learn from everyone else, you know? Love it. Yeah. I'm pumped up. And if you ever need help with videos, I got you. All right. Yeah. I'm addicted to them. Mm -hmm. I'm a savage. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that also takes, you know, for me, you know, I'm more new to the video, you know, editing and all of that. And, uh, you know, it takes a while to do video editing. So, um, yeah. Check I'll, help you out. I'll, I'll, I'll get you to be able to do five minute edits. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to share all of that because listen, the more the merrier, right? Mm-hmm. And with education, if you think about it, you just have to speak from your heart and have something to say. Right. Right. And it's so crucial that you have something to say. The industry is counting on you. Right. Right. Because you're going to connect to the people who are like you. Right. And the people that I can't connect with, you're going to connect with and vice versa with Nina. And like, mm-hmm. and then we all come together and it's like, boom, explode. Yep. Right? Because we're hitting all the love languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because and people connect people. with deep, yeah, people connect with people on a different level, you know, yeah. so, you know, what they're getting from Jay, they could be getting from Shawn Michael or they're getting from Gina or, you know, whatever, you know, there's a person for everyone. There's techniques for everyone. There's a style for everyone. And the only thing, and you know this because you do this already on your gram, but it's being the best version of your authentic self. That is what helps you grow as a yeah. human it helps you grow others. It helps you grow on the gram. It helps you get clients. It helps you build your business, just showing up as yourself. And that's why you've done so well, of course, with your business as well, because it truly speaks to your brand, your business and your posts and the way that you speak, your brand personality. It really troops, you know, it speaks true to who you are as a person. So I love that you're going to be switching it up and you know, doing more educational posts. And is there anything that you want to say in closing? Like, is there any piece of advice that you'd love to give salon owners? Is there anything that you just want to get off your chest that maybe we kind of missed or, you know, anything that you want to say in closing? Um, you know, it's something that actually I just started to um, implement in my life. And, um, you know, it takes time to learn new ways, of course. But um, I listen to Gary V all the time. Love. He had said one thing to me, and he, uh, to me, (laughs) I think it's to me, right? To me. But, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but he had said that, you know, there are only like, I think he has said nine things that would truly make him unhappy or bother him. Right. And those nine things were the health of the nine closest people to him. Right. And that really clicked with me because, you know, there are days where we have an, you know, we don't want to say a lot, but we have an upset client or they didn't get the exact color they wanted. They put 
black box color on their hair and they want to be ice white. You know, those, those situations that we come, that come up as a stylist or a salon owner or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, another point that he had made was if this situation that is upsetting you right now is going to bother you in 10 years down the line, then you can let it affect you. But if it's not, let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and it's something that I'm, I'm working on and I, I, you know, it really hit home when he said it. And so I think sharing that as much as I possibly can, I, I think it's, it's key. I love that. And yeah. I love Gary V and he's so intense and I love him so much because of his yes, he is. and it, it's so true. And I, and I've heard that from him and my husband says that to me too. Listen, this is just a blip on the screen. Like if you're that worried about it, if you think it's going to affect you five, five years, five years from now, then let's talk about it. But if right. not, tomorrow's a new day next week, guess what? No one cares. No one's going right. to get, no right? right. So like, yeah. it's kind of keep, keep moving. And for leaders too, I'm actually going to do, um, I'm going to do a video about this, this particular topic. And one of the best traits that you can have as a leader is to accept, emote and move on. What, whatever it is that happens, whether someone leaves you, someone quits, some, you know, whatever it is, it's accept what happened. You emote about it. You get emotional, you cry, you scream, you break a, 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 a plate, whatever you feel like you have to do. And then you keep it moving. Like to tomorrow rolls on and you hire another person and you grow your team. And it's like, we have to keep moving as leaders. That's just really what it is. And it's not being, it's not that we don't have hearts. It's that we have other people that we have to tend to in our business. We have other hairstylists and, and assistants and things that we have to make sure that they're okay. So I love that you share that. And I love that you brought up Gary Vee too, because he's a beast. He really yeah, is. And, you, know, you got me so lit. I almost threw my Starbucks at the wall. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> can I scream now? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So Shawn Michael, you are a gem. I'm so yeah. glad that we connected on Instagram and now that has brought us to this moment where you can share your story and um, I'm going to have you back into the membership program too, because people were loving your video. Good, good. Yeah. We'll have you back on for that. And so, uh, you know, as always guys, we love to hear from you. We love to connect with you. We love that you share all of our stuff in your stories. Please tag us. If you have topics that you want us to talk about, um, please make sure that you do so. And again, Sean, we just want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, guys. Yes, you're so welcome. So guys, guess what time it is. It is time for you to go follow me on Instagram at Nina Tulio, N-I-N-A-2-L-E-O. And of course, at It's Mr. J. Ladner. And if you take anything from listening to us today, please know is it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.